1: Incoming PRSA Chair and CEO Mike Cherenson goes, on the record, online at the PRSA
2: International Conference 2008 in Detroit. Knowledge is power. The more we know, the more powerful we are. And we need to be prepared to be called into the client's office, to be called into the boss's office and answer those questions. If we can't answer those questions, We're doing a disservice to the profession. We're doing a disservice to ourselves. And thank you for
1: downloading this episode of On the Record Online, recorded at the PRSA International Conference 2008 in Detroit. Today we have a one-on-one with PRSA incoming chair and CEO, Mike Charenson. We had a chance to talk to him about his plans for the organization in 2009 and some of the things members can do to get more of the organization.
0: Hi, this is Chris Bechtel, and I'm the Vice President of Products and Services with iPressroom. And part of this new segment we're testing here called, What You Can Do with iPressroom. In each episode, we'll highlight one practical use of the iPressroom media platform. This week, we're talking about online video management and distribution. With iPressroom, you can upload video to your pressroom or any site that's hosted by iPressroom, and... Distribute that content to YouTube and other top video sites at the same time with the goal of bringing people back to you. And that's really important. Get your content in all the places online where your audiences are and then bring them back to you. To learn more about how we do this, to see it in action, feel free to send us an email to info at iPressroom.com or visit us on the web at www.iPressroom.com/slash/demo. Mike Cherison,
1: incoming PRSA president, thank you for joining us. Well, thank you for having me. At the PRSA International Conference, 2008 in Detroit.
2: And I'll tell you, it's been a great uh, program. Uh, We've uh, exceeded all our numbers in every category. The attendance is great, the sponsorship is great. There's tremendous energy here, so we're really excited to be here.
1: Just to provide a little bit of a counterbalance, it's very hard to find your way around the hotel.
2: Well, the good thing is, it's it's everything's in circles, so you never get lost that long. You will that's always find your way back. Good point. So that's you can never be lost for that long. But I have gotten lost of you. Uh, not a, No, I always find my way back. I maybe don't know where I'm going, but I always find my way back. <laughs> right. And the party last night was great. Yeah, the energy, the students, the energy was great. Are there more students this year than last year? No, this is the first time we've combined the opening night reception with the students and the professionals. So that's why all of a sudden they seem to come out of nowhere. This is the first year we've combined the, the events. And I thought they brought a great energy, uh, and it really just livened up the whole event. And also it was a great learning opportunity for them. I think they learned how to socialize, and have fun at the same time kind of being professional and how to engage per- professionals in the social environment.
1: So are you the youngest incoming uh, president ever? Or was- I think
2: so. I, uh, we're trying to, you know, it's a tough question to ask some people if uh, how old they were when they were a chair, but yeah, I think I'm the youngest. That's quite, that's quite an honor. Yeah, I'm also the first to be a second-generation public relations counselor. So my father was in public relations. I grew up around this business. So that speaks to the evolution of the business. The previous chairs, really because the, the industry, the profession is only a generation or two old. If you think about it, we were only formed in 1948. So really the first two have had the opportunity to have had a parent in the profession.
1: So how do we, uh, how do we improve the profile of our profession?
2: Well, first and foremost, PRSA is the leading advocate for, for public relations professionals is out there with making comments and speaking out on behalf of the industry, going to industry events, and some of the basic things. But I think the real power of PRSA is our size in that we have 22,000 professionals, professional communicators, who, if unleashed, can change the perception. And I think, you know, with the Andrew Cohn situation, a lot of times people talk about what PRSA said in the video we did. To me, that wasn't important. It was more that we utilize our 22,000 members and things like social media.
1: Just, just so everyone knows, he's, he's a legal writer, he's a legal reporter for CBS. What happened?
2: He basically had some very unkind words for the public relations profession. And he was on CBS this morning. And PRSA, in response, issued a comment, posted a video. But one thing we did is we we basically alerted all of our members and said, go to the website and comment and they changed the story. And that's the the power of our membership, that's the power of social media. And so I think it's recognizing how we can utilize our 22,000 members and the entire profession to change perception. Um, Also, I think professional development is tied in. Um, I know a lot of you do a lot of the new media boot camps and things, and key to advocating for, for the profession, knowledge is power. The more we know, the more powerful we are and we need to be prepared to be called into the client's office, to be called into the boss's office and answer those questions. If we can't answer those questions, we're doing a disservice to the profession, we're doing a disservice to ourselves. The ability to, to, to have the knowledge and the insight and the tools to help our organizations grow, that is how we will advocate for the profession. So yes, it's, it's the comments we release and, and the PR plan that uh, PRSA National has, but I think more important is how do we utilize our professionals and how do we empower them and create an environment where we can all thrive. So it's a lot of different things.
1: And when you think about that, what, uh, what are the biggest challenges to achieving that?
2: Well, I think, is the, 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 first of all, that people need to realize that retooling is no longer a luxury, it's a necessity. You have to learn. Communication is changing so rapidly. And I think some of the, you know, inertia. Oh, I know it. I've been to these things. I know all everything. No, you don't. It's changing so rapidly. So, I think inertia. I think one of the other things is PR professionals learning to say no to the boss or saying no to the client. I think we actually gain power when we have the, the strength and the, the, the confidence to say no. Um, I think also uh, just changing uh, the perception of what we do, I think we all need to uh, be able to explain what we do a little bit better, and I basically we build relationships with our publics. Um, and I think um, we have to, we also we have a lot of different organizations trying to do similar things. I think we have to, maybe not across purposes, but we have to align our efforts and work together. And that's one of the things PRSA will be doing this year, is a, is a program called The Case for Public Relations, and that's a working title. But how do we align all the data, how do we align all the organizations? to work together. And there's so much data out there about the value of public relations, the value we bring to the organizations we represent, the people they serve, and society overall. But it's scattered all over the place. Trying to find the latest study about trust, reputation, or whatever the case may be, it's not not easy. We need to make it easy. So when you're going to tell your client or your boss why we should increase the budget, I need data. Give me that data so I can go in and tell the boss, you know, whatever, whatever data you're looking for. So we need to make that easier. And also, I think we, again, all the organizations need to be working together
1: you know it's it's an interesting uh, thought you bring up this idea of data um, it's it's i've seen a trend in the news media uh, there was a story in wired magazine in june um, the end of science it was the cover and this idea of the story was that uh, theories no longer hold water numbers and research do you got to get your arms around the numbers uh, i was in singapore uh, prior to coming here for uh, for, for a conference, and I picked up the international edition of Newsweek. And the cover of the international edition is different than the national mm-hmm. edition. And Greenspan was on the cover, and it, Blame It On Him was the headline. And you know, the, the expected takeaway is oh, it's going to be a story about the housing crisis, about the economic meltdown, and they're going to blame it on him. But I, I picked it up, I figured I'd read it on the plane, and I did. And the story was about uh, how he was a champion of technology. And he was a champion of technology, and he, he, and that basically convinced everyone that deregulation was okay because all the information would, would be published to the Internet, so everyone would have access mm-hmm. and everyone would regulate themselves. Mm-hmm. But in fact, the, in, the information is so spread out and so difficult to get your arms around and, and, and look at and, and make sense of that people just didn't. And uh, the, the the story basically argues that we as consumers now need to be vocal with our banks and say, look, just telling me the balance of my 401k is not enough. I need a dashboard mm-hmm. that shows me, you know, what's going on in the credit markets, what's going on in the global currency markets, what's going on in the stock markets. But the thing is, we're PR guys. We're communicators, right? So how do we get our arms around, you know, rich text analysis and software that's going to somehow? take all this disparate information and and, and, and and whittle it down to its core elements. I mean, simplicity is very complex. How are we going to achieve this?
2: Well, I think first and foremost, conferences like this connecting people and ideas. I mean, you walk the exhibit hall and you just see the latest and greatest new technology and wares and all the professional development sessions and listening to the new vendors and the new communicators talk about things. But I also think, you know, we can utilize our website more. And that's one of the things where we're launching a new website uh, in the coming year and literally housing the data, where it's going to be more searchable, and you can actually you know, find information, and, and um, you know, utilizing whether it's a wiki technology or whatever it is, is how can you find all this data very quickly, and actionable data where I can bring it into the boss. So I think you're right, there's so much information, information overload, how do we make it more manageable, how do we package it to empower our members in the, in the profession, and that's one of the things we'll be working on in the coming year. So let's talk about the coming year. Uh, what's on the docket, well, how, how, what can we expect to see,
1: in- PRSA under your leadership.
2: Well, one thing is is a new website, and I talked about that. And it's just it's not going to be. It's more than just a website. It's going to be a whole new interface. It's you know we're, we'll be launching a my uh, myPRSA type of portal where you can kind of um, it'll it'll direct news. It's of information to you instead of just sending professional development offerings to, of all nature. Just. It'll send things that we know you're interested in. Um, it'll collect news from your local chapter. It'll collect information that you want, how you want it, when you want it. It'll also give you. There'll also be some uh, social networking tools to uh, to keep a friends list and to do different things. So it'll be it'll be more than um, a website. It'll be really a community, a virtual community. So and we'll be launching in the coming year. We're rolling out different uh, facets of that. Um, the other thing is the, uh, the the case for public relations. It's kind of boosting our advocacy efforts. Um, it's a multi-year, multi-level program to continue to make the case for public relations. Um, the bylaws rewrite, and people ask why are bylaws important, but really it's about creating more leadership opportunities for our members, giving our members a greater voice, and also um, how can we change the way we as an organization interact, and so I think it's gonna be a a huge shift for the organization, and I think it's gonna empower our members. Um, We're gonna become more data-driven. We're gonna be uh, developing a whole host of tools to help our chapters. When people think of PRSA, they think of our chapters for the most part. That's where the rubber hits the road. That's where the retail face of the organization. So we at PRSA National need to provide them tools so they can do a better job. So we'll be developing a whole tool package for them. Um, and leadership development, realizing that our chapters, uh, they need to grow and develop better leaders. And we can help them do that. And uh, so we're going to be doing that. And, I mean, and plus all the other great things we do all every day. And, and what makes PRSA interesting is literally from Fairbanks to Fort Lauderdale, and pretty much every place in between, we make PR, PR people better. I mean, there is somewhere in the United States every day, whether it's PRSA or PRSSA, a professional development program, making PR people better. And that's really what we're all about. So if someone's listening to this podcast and they're not a member of
1: PRSA, why should they join? What's in it for them?
2: You know, there's a couple things you need to be successful, especially in this economy, especially in, in, this, you know, in the, the way uh, technology is, is you need knowledge. The more knowledge you have, the more powerful you are. And PRSA is all about delivering and sharing knowledge and information. So knowledge is power. Second of all, networking. The more people you know, the more powerful you are. So if you can combine knowledge and network, I mean, those are the keys to success. It really is the greatest job insurance you will ever have. And um, I hope no one from Starbucks is listening, but for 88 cents a day, that's what PRSA costs, Drink your coffee at home, don't go to Starbucks, and invest in your career. And one thing about PRSA is I often hear people say, well, I just just didn't get anything out of it. And I equate PRSA like like a health club, a gym. You could join the greatest gym in the world, but if you don't go and you don't use it, it's worthless. You have to use PRSA. You have to get involved. You have to become active. I met a gentleman here today who said, you know, he's at the conference for the first time and he didn't really know anybody. And I told him, get involved in your local chapter. Call your chapter president. Volunteer for something. Um, So, I think that's a great way to build your own personal brand. Um, Also, I think, you know, you have access to to data and and, uh, information with our issues and trends every day and our professional resource center, which is basically the Google of public relations. And another thing that people often, you know, ask about PRSA is you have to pay for things. One of the greatest things PRSA offers is our awards, honors and awards program. All the awards we offer at a national and a local level. And just imagine, you, you go sit at a table, If one thing, the opportunity is judging. You go sit at a table with your peers, you meet influential people in your market, and all the other organizations in the market give you all their best ideas. And for free, you get to look through all their greatest ideas. I, I mean, it's, it's the greatest opportunity ever for free. You, you hang out with other influentials and other peers. You learn and you get all the great ideas. I mean, I, I couldn't think of anything better. So there are so many, so many opportunities within PRSA, all for that 88 cents a day. It is the greatest job insurance you'll ever have. Now, Mike, you've got a PR
1: agency in Jersey, right, mm-hmm. you've got a wife, mm-hmm. you've got kids. Yes.
2: This is going to take a lot of time, a lot of energy. How are you going to balance it? Well, thankfully, I have ADD, and uh, that helps me uh, balance things because I can't focus on anything too long. So I need, you know, but I've been able. I've been on the board for several years. I was a chapter president, and I'm just, uh, you know, I'm pretty good at balancing things. I I kind of have to multitask because, again, I can't focus on any one thing too long. And um, and I think also uh, we have a great staff, and I think PRSA has changed a lot. I think. Um, it used to be that the the volunteer leadership took on a greater role of not only setting policy and strategic direction, but they were more hands-on. But I think the board has changed a lot. We're now a thought force instead of a workforce. So I think the, the role of the board has changed dramatically. And I hope people realize you know there was a misconception that you de- dedicated your entire life to PRSA. And, and obviously it's an important part of my life and I'm looking forward to it. But um, the, the staff has freed us up to do the things that we can do well and so you know certainly there are the the trips to chapters and things and also I get energized by it I love it um, I'm passionate about this profession I grew up around it it, 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 it supplied everything you know it, it put my way through college It's gonna do the same for my kids so I really have a feel an obligation to give back so I guess the, the simple answer is I know I'm gonna make it work I know I'm gonna grow I know I'm gonna get better because of it it's gonna help the profession it's gonna help me it's gonna so I'm really excited about it
1: Mike Cherison incoming PRSA president Thank you so much for joining us at the PRSA International Conference 2008 in Detroit.
0: You've been listening to On the Record Online with Eric Schwartzmann, where reporters and journalists go on the record about how they use the web to cover the news. For the latest trends, tips, and tactics on how the web impacts corporate reputations, subscribe to our RSS News Feed or visit us online at www.ipressroom.com.